Hey there, welcome to the Agents of Revival podcast. If you're ready to be healed and take full accountability of your life by evolving into your best self, then this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Andrea Griffin Rogers, and I'll share with you winning steps as well as personal tips and anecdotes on how to go from brokenness to wholeness and from scattered pieces to inner peace. So come on in and join me on this healing journey and let's become whole together. Enjoy it. Hey guys, how are you today? I pray that all is well and that this message stirs your faith, reaches you in the best of spirit, health, and good energy. As always, this is your time to check in with you and the Father to see how you are doing and to just take a deep breath. (laughs) Woosah for a moment, just breathe, relax, whatever you're doing, just stop for this moment to just see about you. Today's message actually kind of piggybacks off of yesterday's message of know yourself, love yourself, then love others. This is kind of like part two. And I think I'm going to stay here for a little while. Uh, What I mean is in this know yourself, love yourself, then love others series. Um, I didn't know it was going to be a series, (laughs) but God's been like throwing so many like just key uh, things at me and moments and and ideas and I'm like oh that's good oh that's good oh that's good and so as we are coming to a close the wrap up for the year for the season yay you know we're going to be ending the first season over the next coming weeks and we'll we'll be back guys don't worry uh but it will be in the new year to start the second season um but until then guys I think you know we might kind of rock out with this know yourself love yourself then love others for as long as God says so. And if he decides to change it to something else before the season is up, then hey, we'll act accordingly. But today's message actually is going to talk about healthy boundaries. So this is the part two of it, talking about healthy boundaries. And before we get started and go any further, you know, I always want to start with prayer. So let's stop for a second and pray. Spirit of the living God, we come to right now. I just want to say thank you for allowing us this opportunity to connect with you, to share with you, to just receive a word from you, Father, and to just be filled up with you, Father God. Throughout the week, we pour into others, but God, we thank you that you give us a Sabbath day of rest for us to be poured back into for our cups to be filled up. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, for those that need help with boundaries, whether it be in their friendships or relationships or at their job or wherever, God, help them through this word and onward, Father God. Give them direction, insight, and revelation on how to set up healthy boundaries, not just for other people, but to love themselves better. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you will give us all that we need to get through this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so when it comes to know yourself, love yourself, then love others, one of the key things that you should be doing is putting together healthy boundaries. And one thing that I've learned about applying this principle in my life is healthy boundaries helps you love others but it also helps you love yourself and it teaches other people how to love you. 
when you put up healthy boundaries, and, and I'm saying healthy boundaries because there is a difference between healthy and unhealthy boundaries. An unhealthy boundary would be what I like to call fences around offenses. And what that means is that somebody has offended you in some way, and so you put up a boundary or a fence that says you can't come in and I'm not going to let you out. A key example would be um, maybe there was a friend that hurt you in the past. And so because you've had a friendship that hurt you in the past, you've now put up a fence that says I will not have any friends and I don't want any new friends. Well, what that does is stops the blessing from getting to you and from you getting out to the blessing because you set up an unhealthy boundary in a place that you should have healed from. You should have extended grace and forgiveness to that friend that hurt you. And then in doing that, allowed yourself to love as if you've never been hurt. But when you don't deal with the pain of your past, when you don't deal with past hurts, all you do is put up an unhealthy boundary that blocks blessings from you. And so I'm not talking about unhealthy boundaries today. I'm talking about healthy boundaries. As I said before, a healthy boundary is first thing in the morning, realizing what you need to get started. And for me, I need me time. That means no no cell phone, no, um, or if I'm using my cell phone, it's not to text and call people or to respond to text messages. It's to read my Bible and to listen to some uh, Christian music and some inspirational music that would get my spirits up and going. That's a healthy boundary because I need that to get me centered and at a place of my own happiness in order to then pour out onto somebody else. So I want to talk about healthy boundaries today and how you establish them. One of the key things about establishing a healthy boundary is knowing yourself. If you don't know who you are, how you are, what you like, what you don't like. And I mean, not just overall, what you like, what you don't like. I mean, like getting even very specific. Like I said, in the mornings, what do you like? What do you need to get your day going? What don't you want to happen in the morning? Like what's something that happens in the morning that would throw a wrench in your day? And as people say, like just mess up your whole day. Versus what do you do? There's some people that's like, I need my coffee in the morning. Like, just give me that time to just sip and drink my coffee. And when I'm done, I'm ready to tackle the day. Okay, that's a healthy boundary. That means that you then tell other people, hey, listen, for this five or ten minutes, however long it takes for you to drink your coffee, this is my time to just center myself. So please, no disruptions. Don't bother me with any problems or anything. Give me that moment. Give me that space to just, you know, settle my, my mind and drink my coffee and gather my thoughts. And then when I'm done that, I'm ready to tackle the day. That's a healthy boundary that shows that you love yourself enough to identify what you need every morning. And you're allowing other people to love you well because you're then articulating that to them that says, hey, listen, this is what I need to feel loved. This is how you can show me love. You can give me my 20 or 10 or 15 minutes that I need in the morning to just drink my coffee or my tea. 
and that's that. And you will see people start to honor and respect that because you articulated it. One of the biggest things about creating healthy boundaries is it's not just about it being in your mind. You have to tell people. If you don't tell somebody what your healthy boundary is, then they're going to cross it. And then when they cross it, then you're pissed off or upset at them. And then you're, you know, disappointed and whatnot. And you're feeling like they don't care or appreciate you um, or consider your feelings. And it's not that. It's did you tell them? We have to be accountable for our own happiness and our own boundaries. If we don't tell people this boundary, they don't know. Closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> and in this case, you won't be fed the love you need, the, the support of your boundary that you need if you don't tell somebody. So you have to tell people what your boundaries are. Um, for others, your boundary may be, maybe it's not a first thing in the morning thing. Maybe it's like in the evenings, you know, you've had a very busy day and you like to wind down a certain way in the evenings, you know, makes me think of an episode of Frasier where after he was done, you know, um, helping people, uh, through his radio psychology, um, show, he would go home and he would just want to, especially this particular episode I'm thinking of, he would just want to listen to his music, drink um, a glass of sherry, and just kind of like wind down. Just a moment of silence and that's all he would need. And he was, you know, in this particular episode, he was getting so frustrated that people weren't respecting that. And he was just like, oh, well, you know, I just, could you just give me a minute? Like, I just need silence. But you weren't explaining why you need the silence like, and then how long. Because you could ask somebody for a moment of silence and to them, a moment is a second. <laughs> Whereas for you, a moment is like five minutes, ten minutes, an hour. But, but again, it's you have to be clear and concise on what your boundaries are. So if you know when you get home from work or wherever and you know that you need this particular um, thing to wind down and to just cool off or, you know, for some people it might be, I need a bubble bath. Like as soon as I get home, just give me that, that time, 20 minutes, a half an hour to just take a nice hot bubble bath and, and just be cool. Okay. Then that's what you need. And then for people that live in your house, or even if it's people that call your phone that, you know, you, um, that you're maybe responsible for, maybe it's like you're a caregiver. Let that person know, hey, listen, when I get home, I need 20 minutes to myself, no distractions, no interruptions. I just need this time for me. This is what I'm going to do in this time. So please, no disturbances. And you will see people start to respect you for your boundary. And then you may have now, just as a disclaimer here. Even when you set up your boundary, you may have people who, because you're just starting out with creating healthy boundaries, you may have to keep saying it over and over again. Don't get frustrated in that process because I know that was me at first. Like when I first started to set up healthy boundaries, um, weirdly enough, probably about a year ago is when I first started. And I used to get so disappointed that 
um, people that I would tell my boundaries to, especially in my household, were not respecting it. But the thing is, is that because I had been a certain way for so long of my life that they've known me, that they, and especially that they lived with me on, they felt like um, it was hard for them to kind of grasp this new me. But in order to grasp this new you, you're going to have to tell them. And it's not really a new you. It's you becoming a new, becoming a new person, identifying what you need. So it's not really that you're a new version of yourself. It's that you are a more enlightened version of yourself. You're understanding and taking accountability for the things that make you happy, that make you centered, that make you feel well. And so you are telling people, this is a healthy boundary for me. Please respect it. And like I said, you may have to say it again and again until they get it. Don't get frustrated in that process. Repetition is how people learn. So once you keep repeating it over and over again, then they start to understand it. You know, I have had to do that, especially with people in my household of like, this is a boundary of mine. Please do not cross it. And then now, because it's been some time that I've been setting up healthy boundaries, when I say something, they immediately do it because they understand that this is her boundaries. This is how she stays centered and happy. And so we respect it. Now, that's not to say that there aren't going to be people you may come against that won't respect it. And so then even in that, you can set up a healthy, uh, excuse me, a healthy boundary that says, okay, even if this person doesn't respect it, how can I, because I can only control me, how can I act accordingly with that person? So they're not respecting my boundary. Okay, instead of me getting frustrated and then negating my own boundary, how can I maneuver differently with this person? So if it's a person that still feels like, like prime example, if you're a caregiver, you know, and um, because I've been a caregiver, I can kind of speak to this. Um, Sometimes, especially if you're caring for somebody that's elderly, their memory slips. So they tend to forget that you said, oh, in the mornings, you know, between this time and this time, please don't bother me with whatever you need. They'll forget. And so you can either repeat it over and over again, or you can say, okay, hmm, since like maybe it's somebody who you don't live with. If you're a caregiver and it's somebody who you don't live with and they live somewhere else, you can say, okay, I know they're going to call me at this time, but I also know that this is what I need to get me happy and feeling good about myself and good about the day in order to then pour into them. So, since I know they're going to call me at this time, let me turn my phone on Do Not Disturb and let me put it somewhere where I won't be bothered with it. So that during this time that's me time, since this person is not respecting my boundary, I can still respect my own boundary by saying, I'm not going to be bothered with that. It's my phone's over there for that 15, 20 minutes or so, so that I can get me centered. And then when I get back to my phone, I can deal with my problems. If you are, if it's like your boss or something and you're at work, um, you know, you, you, you might have to try to figure out a way to do that. Maybe, you know, people don't like to hear this, but maybe it might be, 
you know, first thing when you get in, here comes the boss with their 50,000 problems or what they want you to do. So maybe what you might want to do is maybe arrive just a few minutes earlier to work. Or maybe before you go into work, take that time when you pull up in the parking lot, park the car, take a take that time, take a few minutes to just breathe in and out, just deep breaths in and out, in through your nostrils, out through your mouth. Say some positive affirmations over you. Today's going to go well. Maybe say a prayer. You know, God be with me today. Give me the grace I need to get through this day. Maintain your peace. That's important. It's about maintaining your peace and your balance. And so if you know as soon as you walk in the office, or maybe you are the boss, but you know as soon as you walk in the office, everybody's going to come bombarding you with problems and challenges and things that they need. Take that time for you to just center yourself or maybe say to your employees or your fellow employees, if you're not the boss, I just walked in, you know, give me five, 10 minutes, please, without any distractions. When I get myself together, when I get situated and get my desk and log in and everything, then I will be more than happy to help you. But until then, I really can't do anything and I don't like to feel overwhelmed when I first walk in the door. So please, if you can respect this healthy boundary and give me that five or 10 minutes to just get to my desk or to your office space, to just get situated, to get centered, and then I will be more than happy to help you. You will find people willing to say, okay, that's reasonable. I can respect that. Not a problem. And but like I said, don't get upset if they don't get it the first time. Repetition is how people learn. So you may have to say it a few times for them to get it. Um, you know, there's a scripture I wanted to share with you guys. And it is 1 Corinthians 13. And it's considered the love chapter. And it says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. And I pulled those particular scriptures from 1 Corinthians 13 because, again, in order to love yourself and then love others well, you have to know yourself. If you're not patient with yourself, if you're not kind to yourself, if you're not setting up healthy boundaries for you, and it's not, and this is not demanding your own way. Demanding is kind of harsh. You're not being harsh. You're loving yourself enough to say, and articulating it to others to say, hey, this is how I love me. I have this healthy boundary and it helps me be able to be more proactive and helpful and conducive to you. But I can't serve you well if I don't serve me first. So if you don't mind, please respect this healthy boundary. 
It allows me to be able to pour it back into you from a full cup and not an empty cup. That is love. You're loving yourself first, you're extending it to others, and you're allowing them to love you in return. You're being kind to yourself. Instead of rushing through the day, instead of jamming everything in, instead of feeling like you're just so overwhelmed, take time for you. That's why I said when you guys come here, this is your opportunity to check in with you and the Father. Maybe while you're listening to this, God will start bringing up some some areas in your life that you need to start putting up healthy boundaries with. Start writing them down. Whether you can write it down in your notes on your phone or if you're old school like me, you have a book and a notepad, I mean, and a, and a pen. Write that down. Write down the areas in your life that you know you feel overwhelmed in, that you know that you feel that it's just uncontrollable or it's just chaos or you're, fi- you're constantly finding yourself frustrated in this area. Write that area down. And then pray to God and ask the Father to help you set up a healthy boundary so that you can love yourself well in that area and then also show and articulate to others how to love yourself. Then when you write down that particular boundary, start working on it first within you. Because you can set up a healthy boundary and say, this is what I need in the morning. And then still start your morning with chaos. But you have to put that boundary into effect in your life first. You know, I didn't get to this point with, you know, for example, as I talked about before, my morning routine just because I said, oh, this is a healthy boundary and that's it. No, I did the work. I was intentional about every morning when I woke up, this is my boundary. So I'm going to resist the urge to respond to any text messages that I saw on the phone, to respond to any emails or to check any um, messages, voicemails and phone calls. To I took off notifications off my phone, which one of the biggest things. So social media, all those things, it doesn't notify me <laughs> because I took that off because I did not want to be bothered with that first thing in the morning. And then, like I said, because I put on Do Not Disturb, and I disciplined myself. It was intentional about not looking at any missed calls or text messages. And I focused on what I was going on the phone for, which was to check the Bible, to read my scriptures, and to turn on some inspirational music. And that's what I did. Now, for some of you, maybe you don't need to do that. Maybe you can operate music on your TV or something. So, therefore, you don't even need the phone. You can keep your phone on the charger or somewhere that's not close to you so that you are not disturbed in that moment. But I was intentional about doing the work. And then as I worked it for myself and realized, wow, you know what? Each day that I've been doing this and staying disciplined in it, I felt so much better. I didn't feel overwhelmed. I didn't feel anxious. I was able to get through my day successfully. Once I saw that and did the repetitious in my repetition in my life, then I was able to go to other people and say, hey, by the way, this is a healthy boundary of mine. I don't like to be disturbed in the morning with negativity or problems. When I wake up in the morning, that is my time with me and the Father. 
I pray, I sing praises to the Lord, I read my scriptures, and I take me time to center myself and my thoughts. Thereby doing that, I'm able to pour into you and get to you and whatever you need later. But I take that time for me. So if you text me or call me in the morning, you're not going to get a response from me right away. And just be aware that when you text me or call me first thing in the morning, please don't call me or text me with a problem. Text me or call me with positive affirmations or encouragement. Or if you feel like you that's not what you have or need, then wait a while. Wait a while and then text me. What I mean by that is normally I wake up about 4.30 in the morning. And believe it or not, that's when my phone starts getting alerts from people that are texting me because they're just getting up to start their day as well. Um, and so for those people, I've said like, listen, you know, please don't text me first thing in the morning something negative or a problem that you or an area in which you have a need of. I prefer positive affirmations or encouragement first thing in the morning. Then when you get a response from me, then you can text me whatever problems or issues you have. And I'll be more than happy to address it because at that time, I've already taken my time. But you got to do the work yourself first. Nobody is going to honor what you're saying if you're not living it. That's why Jesus showed us how to be a servant. You know, he talked about it when he washed the feet of his disciples and he says, you don't understand what I'm doing, do you? You call me teacher or rabbi and that's what I am. I'm teaching you how to be a servant. But he didn't just teach in that moment. He walked it out. Those three years of ministry that he did before he was crucified and resurrected and ascended into heaven, he walked it out. So it wasn't just him speaking about teaching them a lesson. He showed it. Each and every day by the way he lived. We have to adopt the same kingdom principles as Jesus. In order to be a servant, I must first serve myself. And it's not serving myself in a selfish way. It's serving myself by saying, let me love on me first. Then I can love on you. Then I can pour into you. But, you know, there's a saying that says misery loves company. The reason why misery loves company is because a miserable person can't pour anything else into you but their misery. But a healed, healthy, whole person can pour healing and wellness and, and, and peace back into you. They can fill you up because they've been filled up themselves. But we can't be afraid to set up healthy boundaries. It says in 1 John 4, um, verse 18 through 21, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. He has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. And the reason why I read that particular scripture is because, again, setting up healthy boundaries allows you to know yourself, love yourself, and then love others. It teaches them how to love you as well.
But if you don't have healthy boundaries up and you have unhealthy boundaries up, then it's like hating your brother or sister. You're setting up fences around your offense. You're offended by something somebody did or said and you're not healing from it. But when you are at a place of healing, you don't have fences around. You can love unconditionally with no expectations. But operating in a place of healthiness and wholeness and in that when you encounter people or you're setting up community, you can then say and articulate what are your healthy boundaries, which then helps somebody else understand how to love you by honoring what you need in order to love yourself. And so I pray this message stirs somebody's faith and encourages them to start setting up healthy boundaries, gives you some ideas as to how to start setting up those boundaries in your life. You need it. Like I said, we'll talk more about this next time because there's so much more here to unpack than, you know, the, the limited time that we have. But I pray that this message, again, stirs your faith and that you receive what you needed in this moment. And so may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his shalom, give you his peace. As always, I want to thank you for listening to the Agents of Revival podcast. You can find, like, and follow me on Instagram at Official Agents of Revival or subscribe on YouTube at Andrea Griffin Rogers. You also, we're just starting this new adventure. While new opportunities will come and help us continue to grow, your charitable donations and contributions helps keep this podcast going. Here are some ways in which you can give into this ministry. You can click one of the links in the description, or you can download either the Cash app or the Venmo app. If you have the Cash app, you can find me at Andrea G's. That's A-N-D as in dog, R-E-A-G-E-E-S as in Sam. Or you can go into the Venmo app and find me at Andrea Griffin Rogers. That's A-N-D-R-E-A-G-R-I-F-F as in Frank, I-N as in Nancy, R-O-G-E-R-S as in Sam. I want to thank you for your season contributions. Take care. God bless. And remember, in order to know yourself and love yourself and to love others, you have to set up healthy boundaries. Take care and God bless.